Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Toddy, toddy, gosh almighty, what a season it was in Oxford as Ole Miss 10 and 2, 6 and 2 in SEC play, and they prepare for the Peach Bowl against the Penn State Nittany Lions on December the 30th. Helping us break it all down, talking all things Ole Miss Rebels, our good friend Zach Barry of Ole Miss Spirit. They are the on three affiliate for the Ole Miss Rebels. Zach, what's going on, my man? We haven't seen each other, have not really spoken all that much since SEC Media Days back over the summer. Great to have you on, my friend. Appreciate you taking the time. How you been? Yeah, buddy. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's been, been a minute. I mean, hell, it feels like it was a week ago we were uh, at Media Days, and then now here we are. It's already postseason. Um, but it, it's been a good year. Um, you know, I, I'd gone back and forth way back in the summer. We were doing our season predictions, trying to decide what I wanted to do. I knew the offense was going to be good. I knew that they would take another step with Jackson Dart in year two of the offense. Um, they picked up some some key guys in the portal, kind of reloaded on the offensive line a bit. And, um, you know, it's it's weird. If you told me Ole Miss would still go 10-2 and two without Zachary Franklin, I would have been a little skeptical. But, yeah, I was between 9-3 and three and 10-2. and two. And my colleague at at the at the Ole Miss Spirit was like, man, just just do it. Who cares? If they go nine and three, if they go eight and four, no one's gonna remember. So I was like, all right. So I said 10 and 2, and here we are. Um I was uh look, Ole Miss is a flawed team. There's no way around that. And look, losing two games to Alabama and Georgia, the two, you know, one has the greatest coach of all time. The other has, in my opinion, the heir apparent to the throne whenever Nick Saban hangs it up. Um, yeah, losing to those two programs. Sure, the Georgia loss was embarrassing. I think that was also uh, almost like a uh, <laughs> an awakening for Lane Kiffin where um, the last couple cycles he's been very hands-on in recruiting. Um, and he would probably tell you that. I think the first year he was a little laid back, a little, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say lazy just a different approach. Now, I mean, you've probably seen it on Twitter. He's been everywhere. He's been on the jet. He's been busy. They've been really active at the high school ranks this year, um, trying to build that depth, that quality depth that you can't go heavy portal every cycle. It's just, it's hard because everybody's doing it now, but also it's not sustainable. Um, but yeah, I mean, beating LSU um, with Jane Daniels, I mean, that's probably one of the highlights of the year. I mean, just an incredible game, an incredible win. Jane Daniels is just, I mean, just an electric factory. Um, 
he I don't think anybody saw this kind of meteoric rise at LSU. He was really good as a true freshman at Arizona State. Then sophomore year, he kind of took a dip. Um, you know, uh, my, my my buddy Wayne Cook covers UCLA out west. He sees him a lot, or he saw him a lot when he was at Arizona State. And he was like, man, I think he 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 degressed. Like like he like he he was bad his second year. Like he got worse. And then you know, talking about now, I mean, he's probably going to win the Heisman Trophy, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been fun. Um, Jackson Dart was tremendous this year. I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, they had three wideouts over 700 yards. No one's done that this season. And then Quinshaw Judkins, it, we kind of joked about it. It was kind of like Ole Miss got a, an All-American running back transfer like six games into the year. He uh, had a slow start. He was a little banged up early. But, man, he ran with some attitude down the stretch, and uh, they really needed him, and he was pivotal in probably two or three wins down the stretch. But, uh, but yeah, sets up a big one in Atlanta. Um, never played – Penn State before first ever time in program history, and uh, we'll probably get into it here in a minute. But I, I have a an interesting theory, kind of a, a nickname for this bowl game. Yeah, Zach. Back to the season as a whole again. Like you mentioned, ten and two, six and two in SEC play. The only two losses to Alabama and Georgia. And again, you know, going back to media days, the preseason, the expectations. I, I feel like the expectations. They were pretty high in Oxford, but I mean, Zach, I have to imagine the Ole Miss fan base has to be just tickled with where the program is right now. And I mean, is it's fair to call this season a massive success for Ole Miss football, right? You can even, you mm. can, I'll take it a step further, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be like an Ole Miss historian and know all about the great history of <laughs> Ole Miss football. But like, is it fair to say we are in the golden era of Ole Miss football right now? For sure. Um, you know, you had the the late 50s and 60s with Johnny Vaught. They they claim a, uh, three national titles. They won six SEC titles. You know, sure, heyday back then. But that's for it. No one. Kids don't even know. Maybe they know Johnny Vaught because, you know, the stadium. Um, but no, this is it. Like two 10-win regular seasons um, in three years is incredibly loud. Uh, it's It's a testament to what Lane Kiffin and the staff has done. Uh, I mean, we haven't even talked about Pete Golding and that defense. I mean, year one, year one, you know, not even all of his guys, and they were a top 25 SP plus defense. Um, they were top 20 in sacks and tackles for loss. Just a remarkable job by him and, and primarily Randall Joyner, the defensive line coach, who I think is a rising star. Um, Kiffin and them are going to have to work their ass off to keep him on staff. People are going to start coming for him. But, yeah, just – this is like a chance to win 11 games for the first time ever. They had it two years ago with Matt Corral against Baylor in the uh, Sugar Bowl. He gets hurt. Uh, Baylor got after him that day. I mean, they they whipped him. I mean, Dave Aranda and Ron Roberts had a plan, and it did not go well for Kiffin and them once Corral went down. But, yeah, this one, um, I think right now, talk about the two losses, Alabama and Georgia. Those are the two teams in, I believe, the last 10 years. Um, or excuse me, excuse me, last three seasons at the Power Five level. Georgia has the most wins at 41. Alabama's at 36. Ole Miss is the next SEC team at 28. So, sure, no trophies, no banners to hang. But, look, I think that's the biggest struggle for the Ole Miss fan base. And it's not a knock because it's hard. But I think having that realization of, hey, 
this is the heyday. Like this is like a new era, but we're not there yet. You know, Georgia and Alabama are tier one. And then there's a big drop to tier two. And that's okay. Cause look, as I told people, I was, I told you before we hit record, I was in Athens for that game. Ole Miss gets two quick scores. It's 14, 14. You know, after the first one, there was some, there was some groveling around us. You know, we were, me and my buddy, we, we, we got some good seats. We we're down there in, in the thick of it. Some Georgia people were starting to kind of, you know, look uneasy. And I was like, guys, it, it's early. Like, it's all right. Then they score again. It's 14-14. Me and my buddy are like, well, well okay. And, and, and then Georgia woke up, and, and we know what happened. And just leaving that game and talking to people, Georgia people, Ole Miss people, it's like, hey, it's a different tax bracket, man. Like, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Like, you not there yet. Like, I don't think they're close, but hey, 10 and 2 is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's a it's it's a tremendous year for Lane Kiffin. And look, when you're trying to keep him there, and I'm of the opinion that I think he is going to stay for a while. He's got his kids there. I mean, if you want to play the game of okay, well, when his daughter graduates, what's he gonna do? That's four years. By then he'll be there for eight years. It's a long time to be somewhere. Hmm. So I think he's starting to get the sense like, hey, I can build something here. They've had portal success. Um, You know, the playoff is expanding now. I mean, come on. Like, these two 10-win seasons, you would have been in the playoff. So, hey, roll the dice. Either host a game or go play somewhere, upset somebody, and then see what happens. So, um, yeah, it's absolutely like this is is now like for Ole Miss football. This is – this is when you want to get those season tickets. This is when you want to go to bowl games, when you want to go to away games, when you uh, you feel good, you know, wearing that script M around town and that sort of thing. I think the Ole Miss fans are, are sensing that. You know, it took it took a week or so after that Georgia game to kind of pick, pick yourself up off the canvas. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they closed well down the stretch. Uh, last year just fell flat on their face. Lost that Bama game, had a chance, had the ball to win it didn't get it done. And I think that that game just like it's deflated the whole roster, the whole staff, they put so much into that game and um, you know, finished eight and five. And then now you come back, you respond 10 and two. It's, it's a pretty big statement for Kiffin and, and the program. And to your point, Zach, I, I think it's worth noting that, you know, again, a 10 win season was never something to turn your nose up at, but now with the playoff expanding, it's programs yeah. like Ole Miss, Missouri, Kentucky, a South Carolina, that all of a sudden there is a path to the playoff, right? With it expanding with Texas and Oklahoma next year, like you don't have to go 12-0. and You don't have to even go 11-1. and right. If you're a double-digit win SEC team, you're getting in the college ball playoff most likely. And, I mean, that's what Lane Kiffin has built in Oxford. Would you say moving forward that that is – it's sort of – I don't know that playoff or bust is is the right mentality, right? That's a dangerous mentality. But, I mean, that's got to be the goal moving forward, right? Because now it's like, okay, we've won 10 games. Like, in an, especially in a season where, you know, Ole Miss's 2024 schedule was just leaked. You look at that, front half sets up well. It's like, hey, the goal is going to be back to get, to get back to double-digit wins and get to a college ball playoff. And any coach that does that at their program, man, like you mentioned, it's it's – the job security is going to be through the roof because you're going to have a college football playoff appearance to hang your hat on, whether it's four team or 12 team, it's still significant. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, you know, we had talked about it with uh, once once Lane Kiffin landed Jackson Dart. And, you know, he was a true, uh, I guess, uh, technically a true freshman with the with COVID year. Um, and now true junior um, has a fantastic year. I expect him back. Um, you know, Kiffin kind of kind of let the cat out of the bag during his radio show a couple of weeks ago. And I think he retracted and then Dart said, you know, Hey, I hadn't decided yet. I think he kind of wants to do it. You know, his own announcement type deal. I expect him back. We had all kind of said, you know, Hey, if they can keep Dart 2024 kind of sets up to be the year where you can recruit a couple cycles, get some top talent in there, get them in the program. You know, maybe they're one, two years in, you get some portal guys and Hey, see what happens. Now you look at the schedule, like you said, no Auburn, no Alabama. You get Georgia at home. And outside of that, your toughest tests are at LSU, at Florida. Now, I'm of the opinion, I don't think Billy Napier is the guy in Gainesville. I don't think he's going to be there very long. Um, now, Graham Mertz kind of bucked his head a little bit down the stretch. He played well. You see the exodus. I mean, tons and tons and tons. I mean, guys are leaving left and right, both there and College Station. It's, it's I mean, I don't got to tell you the portal's crazy, but, um, but yeah, I mean, next year, I mean, it's kind of crazy to say this as someone that covers Ole Miss, but I think it's realistic now. The floor could be nine and three with what you potentially have coming back. I mean, Quinshawn Judkins, I think he's going to return. There were some, some tampering. There was some pre-portaling, if you will, people trying to get him to leave. I think he's going to stay. I think Caden Priestcorn, the Memphis tight end, um that was key down the stretch but he was banged up he didn't get a full year he didn't put enough film together for nfl scouts I think he's going to come back and then if you can get one of or both jordan watkins and trey harris to come back and then get one or two impact portal wideouts i mean this is going to be a tough out for people in 2024 are you thinking of the name juice wells when you mentioned portal wideout? <laughs> <laughs> he he is absolutely there. Um, Kiffin went to see him this week. Uh, the the list. I don't know if the did, list did is long. The, did you see the back and forth with the old Miss staffer? And yeah, South Carolina staffer. <laughs> what about uh, Juice Wells's car out there? I guess that was yeah. that was sick. That's that's a nice car. Uh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I did I did like that. I did like the South Carolina people playing along and yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I talked to South Carolina people. I uh, talked to you about it. I mean, 
he said all the right things all year. He said he was going to come back. And then, you know, I can't really blame him. You know, maybe, you know, go get your money, try to play one year and go pro. And then, you know, no Rattler, he's gone. I mean, good Lord, man. I I, I watch South Carolina every week, you know, in my house, it's South Carolina and Ole Miss. Um, the dude was special all year. I mean, he, he tried, he dragged that team all year long. And I know that, that Carolina had a bunch of injuries and some guys that, you know, underwhelmed a little bit, but yeah, I, I think Wells right now it, it's the, the two I'm hearing the most are Texas and Ole Miss. Um, he, he will be in Austin this weekend. Um, but yeah, Kiffin, like I said earlier in the show, he's been flying around all over the place. When Lane Kiffin comes to see you in person and tells you he wants you, I'm sure that resonates. So we'll see. I know they want to get him on a visit. Um, if not this weekend, the next, uh, you know, these portal visits are kind of different than official visits for, for high school guys. A lot of times they're just one day. You, you're, you're not doing the, the regular, you know, let's go out to eat. Let's go see the facilities. Let's go check out the weight room and talk to academic people. No, like this is a, you have your sit down meeting with your, your position coach, your coordinator and your head coach, and then you're probably getting out of there. Um, so he's a name that I'm, I'm, I'm watching. Um, I mean, there's there's tons of guys out there that that Ole Miss really wants, um, but yeah, I think that they're a couple impact guys away on both sides of the ball to really competing for another ten win season. So, Zach. That being said, let's move into this Peach Bowl against Penn State, December the thirtieth, yeah. noon Eastern. Like you mentioned, opportunity. I did not know this. First time it would be the first time Ole Miss has ever won eleven games. If they win this game over the Nittany Lions, it's the first. All-time meeting, and you look at Penn State, they're led by Drew Alar at the quarterback position, Katron Allen at running back. Pretty explosive offense. They like to run the football over 180 yards per game. The defense is stout. What do you see from Penn State? And when you look at this matchup, what first jumps out at you? The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress 
of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. First thing to me, like I said, I had a nickname for this bowl. Um Call it the Spider-Man meme bowl. <laughs> uh, James Franklin and Lane Kiffin, you know, they're yeah. they're, they're kind of the same. Two, um, two and, programs, the way that I've heard it described is two programs that feel like the bridesmaid and never the bride, where it's like they just, yeah. you know, and it, maybe, it's, maybe it's unfair to label it because kudos to both programs for getting to that big game every single year, it feels like, but yep. just can't quite get over the hump. I think it's more extreme for Penn State than Ole Miss, to be fair. Yeah, I've I've had people make that joke, like, is Lane Kiffin just James Franklin? Like, well, no, James Franklin's been there for almost 10 years. He's won 11 games, I think, five times. Um, he's been to – now, he hasn't handled it against Michigan or Ohio State, but they've been to big games. They've won big games. Um, and, yeah, Penn State, way more resources, a bigger state – I mean, I I call that, you know, that's one of those pacifier states. You grow up in Pennsylvania, if you're a high-level football player, I'll do respect to Pitt um, and Narduzzi, but you want to go to Penn State. You want to play for the Nittany Lions. You want to go run out the tunnel at Beaver Stadium for a wideout. That's what you want. Um, and and I think that, it, yeah, I mean, it is like almost a mirror image of the programs where there's Ohio State, Michigan, drop off, and then there's Penn State. And that's like the SEC. There's Alabama, Georgia, drop off, and Ole Miss this year. So, um, but yeah, the defense jumps out. Now, I'm intrigued to see how this affects prep for the bowl game, but Manny Diaz, mm-hmm. new new head coach at Duke, D.C. at Penn State. I don't know if he's going to stay on. I mean, I would I, think I was, inter- would- I was entertained by the Kiffin post when he said, uh, congratulations, <laughs> Manny. Yeah, I mean, Kiffin's an election. Yeah. That, that was funny. That was funny. Well you, well, you know, he did the same thing when Chop Robinson announced he was not going to play in the bowl game and just yeah. going to get ready for the draft. And Kiffin was, you know, like, oh, thank God. Like, I don't have to worry about you. <laughs> um, but they still got dudes on defense, man. Uh, I mean, Kobe King, linebacker, he's a stud. Uh, Kevin Winston is is good on the back end. Uh, Curtis Jacobs is another linebacker that's, that's really talented. And then Adisa Isaac, opposite of Chop Robinson, he benefited – from uh from chop being on the other side seven and a half sacks 15 tackles for loss so they're gonna be a stern test for this offense but it's gonna be fun you got a month to prepare you know kiffin's gonna get in his bag and have some fun things uh cooked up for james franklin but yeah you you nailed it i mean they love to run the football you mentioned katron allen um they also got nicholas singleton who's a stud over 700 yards eight touchdowns Alar is is someone that I was a little disappointed in this year. I seem like he never really flashed a ton in the big games. Still put up some really good numbers. Um, only threw two picks on the year. He had over 20 touchdowns. Um, but just didn't do enough that really jumped off the the tape to you. But I, I mean, I think this is a is, is a 
really fun matchup. Lines kind of hovering around four and a half, three and a half right now. Um, I expect a big crowd. Uh, I know Ole Miss is is pretty damn close to selling out their allotment of tickets. Big alumni base around Atlanta for Ole Miss, and it's it's drivable for most people. Um, and then I know people are going to be flying in too. But yeah, it's going to be fun, and <laughs> Ole Miss is going to want to remove that bad taste in their mouth from 2015 when they got there and TCU ran all over them. Zach, are opt-outs or guys entering the transfer portal, is that affecting this ball game for Ole Miss, for Penn State? I know you mentioned, obviously, one guy for State is out. But is it affecting Ole Miss at all? Is, is there a an exodus that, you know, a lot of teams right now, right, they're looking around like, all right, we don't even know how we're going to field 22, it feels like. Do you feel like, is that an issue for Ole Miss or no? So right now, um, there's only been one – NFL declaration, and he says he will play in the bowl game. That's Dayton Wade, which, I mean, one of the cooler stories in college football. Came over from Western Kentucky, walk on, earned a scholarship, and then turned himself into one of the top wideouts for Ole Miss, over 700 yards receiving. Uh, I, for him, I, his stock's not, not going to get any higher. Um, you know, I joked, you know, unless he can grow three or four inches and gain 30 pounds, he's not going to get any better. Uh, in, in the eyes of NFL scouts, I, I think he could potentially find a spot somewhere. I mean, you look at the NFL. I don't watch a ton of NFL, but a lot more slot guys that are shifty can run good routes with the way the game's evolving and the spread attack for most NFL teams. He could find somewhere to land, but the portal, no. Right now, I think they're looking at four guys that have entered the portal. They've all been reserve guys. Um, so they've been lucky and they've been fortunate. Kiffin has said, Earlier this week and last week, he does not expect any opt-outs for this game. I think this is a, a testament to the culture that they built. Um, he's been big on that because the last couple of years with the portal, I think the locker room, I wouldn't say it's been divided. Just wasn't, there wasn't a lot of continuity. Uh, there wasn't that camaraderie that you need in a locker room. I know it's cliche, but it's true in football. You need it over a 12-game schedule. And then when you get to the postseason, I think the roster knows what's at stake. 11 wins has never been done. New Year's six, premier brand in Penn State. You get to play on that stage, national television. Um, and I mean, I, I'm I'm praying, like, please, Peach Bowl, let them let this be a color on color matchup. <laughs> like, I want to see that because I think it's a great uniform matchup. But yeah, they've been fortunate, no opt-out so far. And Zach, to your point, you nailed that. And you know, you look at this game on paper and and you know, I think, again, the brand of Penn State and what Ole Miss has done this year, it's a nice story. But we're in an era, right, where people don't get as excited for bowl games they used to because, oh, who cares? Does it matter? Like, we built this culture of are you in or not in the playoff? And if you're not, it's like who cares about the rest of the bowl slate? You got guys opting out and what have you. But talking to you and further realizing what a win in this game would mean for Ole Miss, the significance of it. I find myself, I was already excited to see it. I'm even more excited now because, again, in an era where people question the significance or the importance of, oh, bowl games don't matter, mm -hmm. this one feels like it matters, Zach. This one feels like it would be a yeah. very significant win for Ole Miss if they're able to, like you mentioned, for the first time in school history, win 11 games and how that propels you into, you know, admittedly, Zach, I've never understood the whole bowl games don't matter thing because Steve Spurrier said it best one time when you win your bowl game, man, whether you're a six and six team or 
you're 10 and two, whatever. When you win your bowl game, everything's better in the offseason. Spring practice is better. The workouts are better. Preseason's better. The hype around your program's better. Uh, so this one, again, for all those reasons, chance to get an 11th win, springboarding in a 2024. It feels like yeah. there's a lot on the line. This would be a massive W. That's Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, we've talked about that a lot where, you know, going into 2024, the seat, the, the schedule is is manageable. Very, very winnable. You know, it, it's, I, I think it sets up for them to have a great year. And the, uh, the playoff is expanding. You want that momentum. You want to build, you know, build on t- with the portal too. I mean, portal recruitments are going to go into January. Some go into March. Um, you want that momentum. You're going to have an opportunity, you know, noon Eastern, ESPN. Everybody will be watching. Hey, defensive guys in the portal, watch the defense. See what see what you could potentially come play for. Offensive guys. Hey, Penn State's got a hell of a defense, but we're gonna we're gonna damn sure try to put up 50 points. Come watch it. So um, yeah, I, I think that you you nailed it. I mean, I think that that's what this roster believes is. Hey, like why not play one more together? Like let's try to get 11 wins and you know make history. I think that's big and. You know, Kiffin is is a player's coach, first and foremost. You know, they talk about pro mindset all the time. If a guy wants to opt out, and I'm not saying other coaches do this, but they're not going to try to talk him out of it. I mean, that's that's your future. That's your decision. Um, you know, they, they'd love you to stay. They'd love you to play. But they're, they're, they're going to understand that, you know, talking about bowl games don't matter anymore. I do think that's silly. And maybe that's just because I'm a college football guy like you. I love it. I'll watch the humanitarian bowl. I'll watch the Popeyes Bahamas bowl. I'm going to watch them all. Like I'm a sicko. I love it. But yeah, I I understand that sentiment from people that "Ah, they just don't mean that much anymore, man. No, like these dudes, they're competitors. They want to win. Sure. There's going to be some guys like Caleb Williams. I get it, man. Probably a number one overall pick, at least top five. Totally get it. I mean, freak accidents happen. Marvin Harrison Jr. Ain't nobody going to blame him if he sits out. At least I I hope not, because dude's about to make millions and millions of dollars playing football. So on one hand, I totally get it when guys sit out. On the other, that's not going to affect me and how I watch bowl games. Zach, before we get you out of here, my friend, again, looking forward to the game. It's a noon kick on December the 30th. Ole Miss and Penn State in the Peach Bowl Let's touch on some hoops, why don't we? Ole, Ole Miss off to yeah. a start. They are 8-0, the last unbeaten team in the yes yeah. of course, as folks. You know, some people may Screenshot not Screenshot those standings. Yeah, yeah. Folks may not even realize we're in the middle of basketball season because, of course, as you know, Zach, football is king, and it's all we can talk about right now with the portal, NIL, and, of course, oh, by the way, bowl season upcoming. But, again, Rebels are doing work on the hardwood. They are – eight and oh overall what have you seen from Ole Miss that you like thus far and do you think they can sustain it going into SEC play because obviously that's when things get real for everyone when conference yeah. play begins in January you know they've, they've done it in in a lot of different ways so far um they've had some tight wins early in the year uh they they, they kind of played with fire a little bit played with their food had a couple one point wins over Sam Houston State and Temple uh that was on the road so Temple's yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're a tournament team, but like it's still a good win on the road for a team that's in, you know first year head coach and Chris Beard trying to find their footing, figure out kind of who they are. They're I think they know their identity, 
but just everybody buying in, finding their role. The story so far has been the backcourt. I mean, going into the season, everybody was like, we got to find another score to go with Matthew Morrell. I think they figured it out so far. Alan Flanagan's averaging 18 a game. The Auburn transfer, he comes over with his dad, who's an assistant on the staff. And then Jalen Murray, I think, has been the surprise so far through eight games. St. Peter's transfer, played a lot in March, experienced guy. Beard loves him because he's from the Bronx. Like, tough. Like, loves that Bronx mentality. But he was not a scorer at St. Peter's. He was just kind of a floor general, facilitator, uh, smart, heady player. But, man, he's been putting up numbers so far. He had a big game against Memphis and that huge win over Penny and the Tigers, which I think is a tournament team. Um, so that was a big resume boost. But, yeah, like you said, when SEC play starts, that's when you find out. They got a big lift a couple weeks ago. Musa Cisse, uh, the transfer from Oklahoma State, was the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. He was uh, ruled eligible by the NCAA. So that was huge. It gives them another seven-footer, a, a, a legitimate defensive presence to go along with Jamarian Sharp, who is five, and, you, you know, he's – these are racing shots left and right, but they got another seven-footer to go with him. I think this team could take a big, big, big next step if they can get Brandon Murray eligible. Um, originally went to LSU. Once everything happened there with all the NCAA stuff and Will Wade getting canned, he transfers to Georgetown, plays there, then Patrick Ewing gets canned. So he transfers again. He's trying to get that waiver of, you know, hey, everywhere I've gone, the staff has been fired. Um there's been slight optimism. Um, there's no timeline. You, you know as well as I do the NCAA answers to no one, so they 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 go at their own pace. If they can get him eligible, I, I think this team could really be dangerous. I'm not saying they're gonna you know win the SEC or you know be a single digit seed in March, but they're gonna give people fits. Um, talk about the identity. It's Chris Beard, man. It's defense. It's all defense first create offense off defense, tenacious, on-ball defending. He loves that no-middle defense mentality. So we're going to learn a lot about this team in the next couple months um, when SEC play starts because everybody's damn good. Um, so I'm excited. You know, for the, the last couple of years, basketball season's almost been like an offseason for us at the site. <laughs> but uh, with, with Chris Beard, uh, the crowds have been great. They had a sellout against Memphis for national television. It was awesome. He's been he's a guy that gets it like he, he knows how to build a brand and build a program. He's gotten the students heavily involved. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun. So um, for us as a site, as people that cover the team, it, it's going to be a it's going to be a wild ride. So I, I'm excited. Um, I think this team could could potentially if they get Brandon Murray eligible, could flirt with the bubble. Um, they got to stay healthy. But if that backcourt can continue to score at the clip they're scoring at, I mean, it's going to go down in SEC play, but they're going to find some buckets elsewhere with guys like Jamin Brakefield and uh, TJ Caldwell's been pretty good in uh, in this system. So uh, it's going to be fun either way, but uh, it, it's good to talk basketball again. It's been a minute. Zach Barry of the Ole Miss Spirit. Again, that is the on three affiliate for Ole Miss Athletics. Zach, appreciate you taking the time, my friend. Let folks know, by the way, where they can check out all of your work. Yeah, so you can find us at omspirit.com, part of on three. Uh, lots of recruiting, lots of portal. And then, yeah, basketball prep for the bowl game. We'll have tons of stuff on that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, 
Zach underscore Barry. That's with an H. And then, uh, yeah, follow us on YouTube at OM Spirit. We do a lot of shows there. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll have tons and tons of content leading up to the uh, Peach Bowl and getting ready to dive into hoops. So, uh, yeah, give us a follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Zach, you the man. I appreciate you taking the time. We'll definitely do it again soon. Yeah, buddy. Appreciate it.